0: On Sunday mornings, we've been doing a series called uh, Why Jesus Came. And we've been looking at different reasons why Jesus came. He came as an offering. He came to save sinners. And tonight, we're going to just look briefly for a few minutes at He came for peace on earth. I don't know if you caught that, what the angels said. Uh, They sing together, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to the people he favors. Now, I think as we hear that verse, there's two things we think. One is we feel the excitement, right? Peace on earth. We, we sing this song that we just sang, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and we get excited about the message of Jesus. At the same time, I wonder if we can be honest, if there's a little part of us that feels that maybe the angel's somewhat delusional. Here's what I mean. Peace on earth? Come on. Really? Really? I mean, in this moment right now, it doesn't feel like there's much peace as we roll through Christmas week up until Christmas. I mean, the COVID testing lines are really long this week. I continue to see videos pop up in my Facebook feed of violence and things like that that don't feel like peace. So we have to be honest and we have to wonder is there part of us that's excited, but if we can really question and go, is, Did these angels get it right when they said peace on earth? And I know that you yourself, you even this week probably experienced family conflict. You're probably wrestling with relational loss and your own brokenness. It reminds me, I used to have a conversation with a friend who wasn't a Christian and I would talk about what God is doing in this world and I would just explain to him how exciting it was and he would look back at me and go, you know, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't think that God's really working in the world in the way that you say he is. And maybe if there's an honest moment that we could have, we could say, I don't, I don't really know if there's peace on earth like these angels proclaim. Uh, but we have to realize a couple things. One is that when the angels proclaim peace on earth, it was no different back then than it is now. Uh, there was societal unrest. Uh, Caesar Augustus was in power. He was actually called the Lord, the Savior of Rome. He was seen as divine, but he held everyone under his thumb. I mean, the very reason that Mary and Joseph have to go to Bethlehem is because is he declares a worldwide census. I mean, can you imagine having that much power or that much having so little power that someone somewhere else tells you you have to go back to your hometown and when your wife's about to give birth, you have to journey all the way there because he said so. That doesn't really feel like peace, although Caesar had declared the Pax Romanus, the the way of peace of Rome. But it was a different kind of peace. It was a a peace by force. Caesar Augustus subjugated people. He enslaved people. He oppressed people. And by doing that, he was able to keep the peace. Um, This mandated sentence was part of his... Mandated census was part of his proclamation. But then personally, you know, if you get into the story of Mary and Joseph, uh, there's not much peace there either. Mary's having an unplanned pregnancy. Mary herself is a, a peasant girl. And although she's having a very special baby, there's no place for this baby to be born. That doesn't feel like peace either. But maybe if we reframe a few things, maybe if we even look at the difference between God's peace and how we view peace. Maybe that'll help clarify what the angel's saying when he says, peace on earth to people he favors. First of all, we know that when Jesus comes, he talks about peace, but in John 14, he says, my peace I give to you, but I do not give it to you as the world gives. So Jesus, although he's the prince of peace, his peace doesn't look like the way we think peace should look in the world. And that's because Jesus' peace is from God. It's, it's God's peace. And God's peace is not just the absence of conflict or the absence of turmoil or hardship. No, no that, that's not God's peace. God's peace is the word shalom. And shalom is a, a wholeness. It's, it's a harmony. It's everything working the way it was meant to be when we see that everything's working the way it meant to be we we think of eden the garden of eden where god and humanity worked together as friends but we know that adam and eve sinned they rebelled against god and then sin came into the in the world and god's shalom was in a sense broken like a mirror that has a rock thrown against it and fractures into a thousand people. That that mirror still reflects something, but it doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. It's not in harmony. And in the same way, sin came in and, and fractured shalom so that it didn't work the way it was supposed to. But God is still a God of peace. And when the angels say, peace on earth to people that God favors, they are proclaiming, that God is restoring that fractured mirror. He's bringing his shalom. He's bringing that peace back into the world, a peace that pursues people who aren't at peace. I don't know if you caught the wording that the angels said to the shepherds. Uh, They said to the shepherds, today is born for you, for you shepherds. Not for somebody else, but... This is coming for you. This is pursuing you. This is on your behalf, which is very interesting because shepherds were lower class people. They were down there at the very bottom. But not only that, shepherds were seen as immoral people because if they took their sheep through your field, some of the stuff in your field might go missing, <laughs> because shepherds were known to pocket some things. And so they were seen not only as lower class, but as kind of immoral people. But here are the angels coming to them, pursuing them, saying, this child is born for you. This message is for you. This is a peace that pursues you. Because today a savior, one who's going to save the people from their sin, he's been been born. It's the Messiah. It's God's chosen one. It's the Lord. It's God. Himself, and this message pursues the shepherds and comes to them unexpectedly. This message of God's peace, this message that Jesus will restore peace on earth, starting with our relationship with God, starting with our broken relationship with God. The angels proclaim peace on earth to people that God favors. Well, who does God favor? It's the good people, right? God favors the good people or the powerful people or the high up people? No. We already know he doesn't do that because the message is coming to the shepherds and they're not powerful and they're not moral. The people that God favors is the people that God chooses to call to himself out of his mercy and grace glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to people that he favors, to people that he calls to himself through Jesus Christ. Those are the people who receive God's peace. And the peace of God is so different than the peace of the world. The peace of the world is simply an absence of conflict or it's, working ourselves up to feel good about things and difficult situations. But but the peace of God doesn't compare with the peace of the world. The peace of God isn't even a a doppelganger of the peace of the world. It's totally different. It is a peace that pursues us, a life-changing, infectious peace that first of all comes through our restored relationship with God through Jesus, the God-man, who comes and dies on the cross for our sins, and because our faith is not cornered into one area of our life, but touches every area of our life, when we have relationship with Jesus, we have the possibility for peace in every area of our life. That starts with our relationship with God. As the curse of sin begins to be reversed, this peace comes to you, but then it also shines through you. It comes to you, but then it also shines through you. And as you begin to think about the long lines for COVID testing, and as you begin to think about that you might be in the middle of family conflict, or you might be experiencing personal brokenness, maybe it's those very areas of darkness. Maybe it's those very areas that don't feel like peace, that God wants to shine his peace through you not sweeping the darkness under the rug, but rather the presence of God dwelling in you through Jesus Christ in the midst of all those dark things. Maybe it's those very areas that feel so unpeaceful that God wants his peace to shine through you, through Jesus. That peace comes to us from the light of Christ, the light of Christ in the world. And just as we're about to read here in the following verses, At Christmas, see Jesus and marvel in him. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them.